You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. Welcome to Be Simply. This is She, and I want to thank you for joining me today. We're going to dive into the topic of envy. This is an unlock your potential plus a self-love segment coupled together. And this aspect of envy is something that you can be on both sides of. One being on the side of that you are envious of another person or uh, that you are receiving envy from someone. Either side are not uh, comfortable to be in. And and so today we're going to talk about how we can assist one another. You know, we're living in a moment on planet Earth where many people talk about things like having boundaries, uh, drawing lines in the sand, and all of that is great if it's self-accountability for yourself. Um, if we cannot give everyone a terms and conditions sheet on how they're to relate with us, but we can decide how we want to relate with ourselves and what we can practice and work on and how we want to embody that, and then how to navigate the world at large, because the only person that you're in charge of is your eternal being in this physical human suit right now on planet earth. We have absolute no say over what someone else chooses to do or not. And I see this a lot in my private practice. People, you know, will want, you know, something to happen, but there's some steps in that process where the individual has to take responsibility for self and has to be willing to uh, really show up for self. And that is a, a beautiful spot when someone comes to that road where they're really ready. And it's not until they're ready that that can happen. So you can intellectualize concepts. You could listen to a million uh, radio shows or podcasts and think about some of these things, yet it doesn't happen until you're ready. And this goes true with any of our addictions, afflictions, inner work that we have to do that is all related to our addictions, afflictions, and maybe physical, mental, and emotional healing. And it's not until that moment that you're ready that it can happen. And this can be an arduous path, especially if your karmic destiny is to not be well for maybe the whole lifetime, but you can do the work along the way and get stronger and stronger, and then it'll liberate when it's ready. I've done a series, which you can scroll down depending on the service that you're listening to this on, on karma. We'll talk about it again a little bit today, but this is a very uh, important concept to understand because Everything is karmic. Everything we choose to do is karmic and no one is exempt from karma uh, unless you're an enlightened human being walking on planet earth and therefore your actions will always be for the benefit of all beings because that's where you're at. Uh, I've mentioned this before. People 
because they understand what's going on doesn't mean they can do anything they want. Uh, there is still consequence with our actions. And so we are best to continue to revisit that until we start to understand the deeper layers of it. Uh, if you understand the baseline of it and you want to work on a deeper level with karma, um, you know, let's have a chat. I'd love to work with you one-on-one, see if you're ready to go to the deeper levels of karma and help you understand that. And this, that's a key point for this aspect of any uh, quote-unquote deadly sin, they call them in, the I think, the Catholic faith. And uh, these are also mentioned throughout many other theological practices, Eastern practices. And so the reason they're mentioned is because they become an affliction in our system and cause an uh, internal obstacle with our engagement with self and the outside world. So if you're interested in learning to take responsibility for yourself and at the same time being in a practice with the person that might be projecting this on you or perceptually projecting this on you, uh, this is a beautiful segment to listen to about envy because uh, we've all been in this karmic dance. And so envy on the simplest level is... uh, where we grasp at uh, what someone else is or has or symbolizes. And typically the person that's envious of that wants that. So they might want how you look. They might want what house you live in. They might want your partner. They may want your children. They may want your car you drive So or the job you keep. All these things create envy. And if you find yourself grasping and even using those words, I'll catch people like saying, I'm so envious. And sometimes it's meant very subtly, like uh, sweet, like I'm so envious you get to go on that trip. Yet it's important to catch yourself when you do this because uh, there is a consequence even in that. You're grasping, you're reinforcing through your neurotransmission that you want something that you don't have. Now, there's nothing wrong with uh, setting goals, uh, having things that you're working towards, and our, our inner mastery is going to be eternal practice. It's not going to necessarily all happen in one lifetime. It's possible, but it's not necessarily going to happen in one lifetime. So when we make that commitment to ourselves, then it's a little bit easier to recognize when we're doing this uh, grasping. So often, you know, it, what it does is then it creates an obsessive quality. If we're wanting something that doesn't exist in our reality, our physical world, our mental, emotional Uh, spiritual world we start to grasp and then we hold these feelings of envy and so uh, then on the flip side and we'll go through kind of how to identify them on the flip side if you're being envied by someone uh, this can be uncomfortable especially if you're self-aware and you recognize it and then it's makes uh, relating to that person sometimes it can be dangerous Uh, sometimes it can just be Uh, a slight annoyance or it can be a big uh, distractor from what you need to do. Yet what I'd like to remind everyone is everything's karmic. So if no matter what side of the coin you might be on this, you may not be experiencing this at all, but we'll talk about how you can notice it in the world around. No matter what side of the coin you're on with this, 
uh, you are there experiencing that so that what you can liberate it and that you don't have to engage with it. You can transform it. So one, you don't grasp out and want something that's not yours and, or destined to be yours in this moment in space. And you know how to not engage when someone is grasping at you so that you don't reinforce the envy dance, we'll call it the envious dance of life. So first, I think it's really good for all of us to uh, acknowledge where this exists really prevalently and how we actually as a society reinforce uh, jealousy, envy, and one of the biggest places that we can find it in this day and age is on the internet, and that meaning being on social media, uh, all those things. And so, you know, I've heard personally people say, oh, I, I totally stalk what you do, <laughs> yet that person's never ever like acknowledged publicly on the internet like they like what I do but they actually know what I do in great detail that's fine that's their choice what's interesting is that just in that suggestion is that one that's kind of an envy mechanism because they they maybe admire they like whatever I'm doing yet they won't support it they won't like it uh, for whatever reason and that's something for them to figure out why uh, that is there and so we're going to get to the remedy of envy, and that's really to learn to celebrate each other and their successes. And we'll talk a little bit more about that shortly. So on the internet, this happens a lot. People will uh, be envious of other people on the internet. And that might be because of what they're pre presenting, what they look like, uh, what they perceptually have going on in their life. And they will spend time in someone that gets uh, mentally imbalanced can become obsessive with this person place and or things that they want they are grasping at they become obsessed with it and that grasping energy is creating a karmic exchange because you're trying to take something that's not yours so in this day and age if you are finding yourself looking at what people do and you admire it uh, or even you feel a little sense of envy uh, celebrate them Practice celebrating them, congratulating them on their successes, uh, sharing their successes, not uh, ignoring them. And if you can't do that, if you feel like you're not ready for that, then you can actually just keep yourself from looking at that material because you're not really there for the right reason. You're there to check in what they're doing or um, any of those things. But if you really like admire them and you enjoy seeing their stuff, then celebrate them. Uh, you know, in whatever way, verbally, you can engage with them digitally, but that's a perfect way to start to transform that behavior that you and many of us might be participating in very uh, innocently or not so innocently. So this, this aspect of envy is, will require each individual to be very honest with self. So the second part of this aspect of envy is that uh, oftentimes someone that is envious of what other people have is because they have not become completely aware, aware of who they are. And so um, they start desiring to fit in 
and something they're perceiving, but they don't quite understand, rather looking in and really, really getting to know self and accepting self and feeling happy with self. So um, what you can do for yourself just as a self-evaluation in this moment is to just stop and think about on a scale, we'll just use uh, numbers, digital binary code, uh, on a scale of one to 10, would you say 10 being the most envious person, meaning that you envy a lot of things or people, places, and things, or in zero saying you don't even participating in it and see where you're at, you know, and I, everyone probably honestly is somewhere in a number. <laughs> we all have inner work to do. So once you've identified that, that gives you just a barometer of where you're at, uh, and that where you have some inner work to do. And if you find yourself higher up on the scale and you have questions about that, um, you don't be alarmed and feel free to email me. You can do that at s at suzantoro.com. Again, s at suzantoro.com. And so from there, once you say, okay, yeah, I uh, envy some things in my life, I welcome you as a first practice to start observing your language. See, when you say, oh, I'm so envious of you, like what else could you say if someone says, oh, I'm going on a trip to Bermuda? Say, wow, I'm so excited for you and really feel into that. Can you be excited for them versus jealous of them or envious of them? Someone's getting married. That's fantastic versus maybe being jealous of them because you wish you had that. When we learn to flip that on a coin, and at first it might not feel completely authentic, uh, meaning that you have to retrain yourself to find that which you authentically can celebrate. So I, I don't want to encourage you to fake it till you make it. I want you to find something you're excited about. So if we go back to being jealous of someone going on a vacation, you could sit there and say, wow, uh, what part of that could I be excited for them about? And then see if you can find something that you're excited for them. Like, oh, are you so excited to lay on the beaches? Are you excited to eat the food? You might engage in a conversation with them before you start grasping at wishing you could go on that vacation. Then the second step might be, gosh, you want to go on a vacation. So you might set a little uh, focal point on saying, gosh, where do I want to go? Maybe I need to start working towards going on a vacation. And that can look like anything. Um, and you'd be amazed at what becomes possible. So you shift from sending that energy of negativity towards them, finding something to celebrate within their circumstance, and then setting a goal for yourself. And then also remembering that sometimes because of our karma, our, our own destined karma that we created, that we may not be able to go on vacations. I mean, I've traveled all over the world, very blessed to do that, but I've, I've also met a lot of people that can't do that. And so that's part of their destiny in this lifetime. And so to one, the other part of this is to bring in gratitude for what you have and then understand that you can work towards it. And even if you don't meet that goal or that mile marker in the near future, or even in this lifetime, it will transpire at some point. Um, and there's micro ways to do that. So the, um, second thing that we can do to assist us, if we start to notice, uh, where we have 
envy or uh, jealousy or grasping in our life is for yourself to take some inward time to really look beyond your uh, surface life and deeply embrace yourself uh, beyond what you think you don't have. So look for what you have. Celebrate what you have. It's really easy for us to point out our maybe our jagged edges, uh, the things that aren't exactly the way we wish they could be, and then to be hard on ourselves. So rather than do that, look beyond and say, gosh, what, what are my strengths? What are the things that I have in my world that I need to be grateful for and celebrate and appreciate? When we have, a, we recognize what we have, the envy thing start, starts to fall away because we can see that in our life and we can enjoy it and we can savor it and embrace it versus continuing grasping, wanting more and more and more and more and more outside of you. So being that also the social media is one of the, the areas that can create this envy mechanism is that I really recommend as much as possible, do what you need to do for work or entertainment on there or education, however you're using your phone um, or social media, maybe as a search and discovery device, as a good friend of mine, Tamsin has called it, uh, utilize it, but set a time limit and then take longer periods to unplug. Uh, the more time you're reinforcing yourself, what will happen because the algorithms are in such a way, if you're grasping towards something that you're not, the algorithms are going to keep reinforcing what you're not potentially, maybe you can't see that you are that, but we'll keep reinforcing it. And then it, what it'll do is it'll tear your psyche down. It'll create a potentially emotional imbalance with depression, anxiety, uh, self-loathing, all these things that aren't beneficial. And then once you recognize the things that you are and that you love and you're passionate about, go into your social media and find those accounts. Like if you love animals, find those accounts and so that is in your algorithm. If you feel really passionate about uh, the environment, find those accounts and look at those things, not out of envy or grasping that you don't have it, but that that's an area you like, you like to be educated on, you want to contribute on. Those things are going to feed you versus looking at maybe a bunch of uh, supermodels that you wish you were and that wasn't your destiny in this lifetime it's not going to help you so it's better just to let that go by the wayside and embrace the things that you enjoy and get your algorithm running for the benefit of your well-being not for the detriment then when you unplug that's a great time for you uh even to go inside, once we look and discover the things that we do have, if you could go inside and really look from within and say, wow, uh, where is this place that um, feels like it's lacking when I grasp? What am I lacking? And that's a great time just to ask yourself, as soon as you notice that you have envious behavior towards someone or something, ask yourself, what do you need? What are you missing? What do you need? And if it's as simple as saying, I need an eight pack, <laughs> you know, abs, because you're maybe obsessed with that. Well, start doing some sit-ups, get involved with some fitness people, get engaged with that, but be certain as to what, why you need those abs. So you ask even further, why do you need those abs? And if it's for well-being and fitness, that's a great answer. If it's out of vanity, uh, narcissistic behavior, then you want to go a little further. 
Um, and there's a cognitive process I can take you through to help you identify the roots of this grasping. And um, we'll, we'll maybe do a cognitive session in the future. But if you want to examine that a little deeper, again, feel free to send me a note or a message and we can talk about it. And as you look from within, what this will help you do is become interdependent, meaning that you know the ship you wanted to sail, you will sail that ship and you do not rely on uh, group think. You don't rely on consensus, a group of friends to reinforce who you are or what you are, that you become that self-led individual. And this really uh, reduces the amount of envy that A, you send out into the world, and then B, it also um, helps you do the dance with someone that might be envious of you because that's at their karmic side, which we'll get to in one moment. Um, so the steps so far, one, to look within self, figure out what you love, what you enjoy, set up your social media so it's reinforcing the things you enjoy and that which you are and then look within and start to see if you can see the roots the deeper reason why you're grasping externally and also to be compassionate with self is the next step that just because you are envious of other people a lot of this can be going on in your mind where you feel like no one knows but remember all things are visible so even if someone doesn't know that you're thinking envious thoughts about them they can feel them subconsciously and if they have a good telepophone they'll feel them um, beyond that so to really uh, one know that you're there's nothing wrong with this aspect of what you're experiencing what this experience is offering you is the potential to transform it and to feel whole and loved and feel all your full potential that you have to offer and refine the areas where you would like to strengthen up. And then uh, the next step as you strengthen yourself up and you start to strengthen yourself up, it's a funny series of words, but it's true is you're, you're kind of like a tree getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And as that strength grows with you, you will understand where you're valuable with the world around you, what you have to offer, um, authentically from self that's not dependent on anything. It's not dependent on your job. It's not dependent on your relationship, your children, your friends. That is your value to the world. And every single one of you have these beautiful innate gifts that are intended to be of service to self and others and to identify those not through grasping at what other people are but to identify those from within is so so powerful now so as we go through the ways to liberate uh, the envy from within there's the flip side of this that because we are in this two-way radio experience here on planet earth is that you have the opportunity to actually have a lot of compassion for those that might be envious of you. Now, again, you have to gauge this because if someone's super obsessive, compulsive, and envious, they uh, could potentially try to cause harm. And so in that case, if you feel like it's really harmful, then it's important that you distance yourself from that person to keep yourself well. Uh, I've used this adage, uh, what's the word? I've used this analogy 
before, and it's used in Red Cross with life-saving, is that it's better to have one person drown, not two. And this is so, so important in retaining well-being, is that you're not going to change anyone. You're not going to fix anyone. They have to want to do that themselves. They have to have the motivation. And until they have that motivation, they might take little steps, but that has to come from within. So you're best to back away, get yourself stronger, uh, get yourself more certain and in a place of faith and trust from within, and you'll be a greater uh, contributor to humanity at large. Uh, so if they're not of detriment, that it's more of a slight nuance that exists in the relationship, what you can do there is really celebrate them, mirror to them the proper behavior. So if someone's always you know, wishing that they had something, just be subtle with it. Don't be too overt with it, meaning you don't want to get into this dance where they they cry and you appease them, kind of, but you want to look for the things to celebrate and maybe don't do it when they're being envious towards you. Wait to another point in time and, and give them a little accolade that's authentic, that's true, because that's the authenticity is what helps someone feel what that feels like, you know. So that's one. Two is to be compassionate towards them. And three is just not to draw attention to it. Again, if they're not causing harm to you, uh, just to let it be. Just notice it let it be. You don't have to engage with it. And that will help you reconcile your karma with the, with the envy because this is how it is. We're, we're reconciling our cosmic bank accounts with one another daily. And so there's nothing but opportunity here to be like, wow, huh, that's uncomfortable. But then to say, wow, maybe I made someone feel uncomfortable. And so just to be with it, to be compassionate with it, and then see where it goes from there. So what we're going to do right now is I've prepared a little uh, sound segment that I just want you to receive and it's really connected to the voice because this is typically how we express envy. It can start in the mind. So as we go in, I want you just to welcome you to follow the breath from heart to mind to clear that, put yourself in just a real inner pure place. And then from there, I want to welcome you to um, just breathe, follow your breath, you know, heart to mind, heart to mind, and welcome yourself just to receive in this moment and see what arrives. And then as the sound dwindles, you'll go into a song. Uh, it's called Loving From Within. Listen to the words, uh, and then I'll meet you on the other side. So without further ado, I want you to just to... Uh, sit back or an upright seated position or recline back and then take a nice gentle breath in and then exhale out another one inhale and exhale One more inhale. And exhale. Good. And then gently from there, 
Just follow the natural breath, heart to mind, mind to heart.
So gently from there, I welcome you to breathe in and out. And then gently, if you're reclined, come back up into a seated position. And then taking a nice gentle breath into your heart. And then exhale out. Another one. Inhale. And exhale. Good. And then from there, I want you to just gently move your fingers and toes. And so if you have a few minutes longer after listening to the segment or in your natural flow, Uh, Take a moment just to maybe write down some of the self-awarenesses you've had around being on any side or both sides of envy. And then just to simple recap is to remember that if we can really look beyond what we're grasping at and see what we really need or want or what feels like is lacking, then we can work to build that up from within. And also if we can celebrate what we do have, the gifts that we have in our life that will redirect our attention and help us understand that those are our karmic gifts, our karmic good fortune. And everyone has good fortune in their life. It's there. You just have to look. We all are fortunate to be on this planet with such glorious ecosystem. That's a gift. Every single day, that's a gift. And then as you uh, start to realize where you feel a need to grasp outward and why, then you can start refining and strengthening that aspect of yourself and fill that void, that perceptual void with what's needed, balance the system. And this might be in the mental, physical, emotional, and or spiritual body. And then from there, if you can practice compassion for self, if you're maybe more overtly envious of others and or compassion for others and celebrate them, celebrate each other's strengths. There's no reason not to celebrate people that are in your field, their strengths, celebrate them. There's plenty of energy to be exchanged. There's plenty to give and there's plenty to receive. So Don't hesitate to celebrate your colleagues, your siblings, your family members, your partner, your children, all those things, friends, strangers. Take the time to find that. Not Don't do this like ooey-gooey fake thing, but find the sincere thing to celebrate from within. Because oftentimes the external can see someone's value where they can't, and that helps build them up and gives them a seed of information that they can work with uh, that they might be evading because they're caught in this loop. And then the final point 
is reprogram your algorithm. Go to all the things you love. Search those out on the internet. Just spend some time. Uh, don't even bother with Google. Go to DuckDuckGo. Search those out because Google will send you stuff. But you could go to Google and train Google to show you the stuff you want to see. Um, and then also the things you search. If you use social media, search the things that you love that make you feel good. That's going to help you out a lot. So until next time, this is she signing out with a full heart, a deep bow, a soft gaze, and a namaste. Be simply. You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply.